let's be real. Lawsuits are no fun, but with Paulson and Nace, at least they are a little easier. With two DC-born partners, Paulson and Nace will fight for you the way only a Washingtonian could. Paulson and Nace handles medical malpractice, wrongful death, and other complex injury cases involving negligence. So if you have been hurt or lost a loved one because of someone else's mistake or negligence, call Paulson and Nace for a no-obligation consultation. Visit www.paulsonandnace.com or call 202-463-1999. Today on CityCast DC, the gas versus electric stove debate is hotter than you might expect. DC Council is considering legislation that incentivizes a switch from gas stoves to electric. Now, it's a common attitude among serious foodies that gas stoves are just better, but... Not if you ask Rob Ruba, chef at Oyster Oyster. And he would know because he just won a James Beard Award, one of the highest honors a chef can earn. He explains why in his kitchen, it's electric. Today is Monday, August 7th. I'm Bridget Todd, and here's what DC is talking about. Rob, you are an award-winning chef, but you use electric stoves. If you can see behind me in my apartment, there is an electric stove right behind me as I'm recording this. I feel like there is a narrative, like a mainstream narrative, that most foodies or actual people who know about cooking or chefs prefer gas stoves. But why do you prefer electric? Yeah, I mean, I, I prefer electric when I was looking into sustainability for the restaurant gas use and whatnot in the direction we're headed to becoming more reliant on electric and solar and other uh, forms of energy, building a restaurant that is looking towards the future, something that I'm going to be using five, 10 years from now, technology-wise, it just made sense to go through the electric route, through induction cooking. We see these things on the news where a gas line leaks and this like 100-year-old building explodes and people are put out of homes. I think we eliminate that that risk factor of just also having to like tear things up and renew things constantly because of the degradation of just the infrastructure itself. Also, you know, there are effects. There is some reports that came out about the health effects of that. And I'm sure 100 years from now, they'll talk about the effects of electric. But for now, it's a lot better <laughs> move for us as we try to build more sustainable cities and rely on solar and other forms of energy. And we get away from coal and gas. And as we do that, I think that electric is the way to go. It's very efficient. There might not be this romantic notion of flames and fire and and all that kind of stuff. But um, in the end of the day, what we're trying to achieve is the exact same thing, what occurs within the pan. So you mentioned like people might have this romantic vision of a chef like shaking the pan over over rising flames why do you think we have this idea that cooking on gas is better because a lot of original electric equipment was not sufficient was not at a commercial level for chefs especially uh you know it's the classic coiled electric top that you you put your pot on and four hours later you can finally boil some pasta i think (laughs) it's it's that right like the technology wasn't quite caught up with 
uh, what it demands are of a commercial kitchen. We, we know that even just cooking at home, the hood system, we smoke our house out when we try to cook things that we normally cook at a restaurant. Uh, but the technology is there now. The efforts are put into it. The pans that you can buy are so, so universal with the equipment now. It's just a great time to be on board with it. What about induction? Like I, first of all, what is induction? And how does that play into which is more economical, what's better to have in your house? I think if you are a serious cook, induction's the way to go. It utilizes magnets in there as well. And it's way more, the pans themselves are absorbing the electricity. They're heating up a lot more efficiently than the classic electric stove, which is just like a hot glass plate. The other nice thing about induction is when you turn it off, it quickly cools down. So the surface is very safe as well, which is great. You know, you don't have to worry about like accidentally put your hand on it and burning yourself <laughs> later. <laughs> and that's really awesome. Right. And also, like I talk about the ability to control exactly what you want. You know, you can look at it on temperature range. Or you could put it on numbers, like I'm cooking at a 2 or I'm cooking at a 14. And we've seen in the restaurant, we've had to like boil water for a coffee service really quick. And, you know, you can put a pot of water on and you have a boil within like 30 seconds. And that's that's amazing, you know. And just that we're in a world where we love convenience. There's this dichotomy that it's not sustainable, right? But it can be when we're talking about things like induction, where we can have things a lot quicker, more efficient. And it's also a lot better for all of us for our future. So I, I think with induction, that is definitely uh, a powerful move. And, and it's something that we're all going to have to slowly adapt to, I think, and just look at our systems in a better way. So as someone who is decidedly not a serious cook, I did not know any of that about induction. I wonder, like, does it take an adjustment to go from the visual flame to using a number system when you're using induction cooking? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think we all struggle with that at the restaurant. A new cook will come in, they'll, they'll put it on, they'll just turn it all the way up like you would a <laughs> regular stove and they go to put something in and it's going to burn immediately. And that's that's back to how efficient it is and how, how lovely it is. I mean, you can you work gradually, start at the lower numbers and see where you're at. And eventually you'll find it's, it's really fun and it's super easy to clean. You know, you think about that gas stove and trying to scrub out that you know, the pasta water to overflow with the sauce that got in there. It's so nice to just be able to wipe something down too. And then we talk about sustainability again, the amount of chemicals and stuff you need to use to actually clean this equipment is way less compared to what you need for traditional gas. Oh my God, nothing is more humbling when, if you're me, the one time a year when you open that thing on your stove and it's got all that dried gunk in there and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> being able to just wipe it down is a real benefit. David, thanks for chatting with me. So like you and I both have cars in the DC metro area and sometimes they're great, but sometimes they can be a hassle. And I heard you had car issues, man. Yes, my car like me is old and falling apart. <laughs> and so I wanted to get it fixed. But one of the truly unpleasant tasks I find in the world is getting your car fixed because you have to take it usually somewhere extremely distant, extremely inconvenient, arrange some alternate form of transportation. And so I heard about Rota, Rota.com. And I went on the Rota.com website and they will come and pick your car up, take it from you, and then do the work and bring it back to you. And so I made an appointment on Roto, which was easy as pie, beautiful user interface um, for the work that I wanted done. 
the valet showed up at around 10 o'clock at my house as exactly on time. Very easy. Just handed him my keys. He drove off with my car. About an hour later, April called me. She said, here are some things that we found with your car in addition to what you want to do. She sent me videos that Michael... Wait, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a car nerd, so I like want to know the nitty gritty of what's happening because I I don't know stuff. A million percent. They sent me this video. There was a particular belt that was had broken, and they sent me a video of it. And they sent me a list of sort of here are the things that were recommended. Here are the things that seemed urgent to fix, and I could choose what I wanted to fix. And sent that back to them, which took me like three minutes. Michael, the technician, fixed it. They then texted me and said, "Oh, your car's on the way back." My car was back in front of my house at 2.30. I'd given it to them at 10. It was back in front of my house that afternoon. Also, note, the valet did a much better job parking in front of my house than I do. (laughs) Don't they always? So much closer to the curb. And it was an incredibly pleasant, super easy experience. And they were very trustworthy. They were clear about what they were going to fix. And it was incredibly convenient. Yeah. So this like seems like a dream. Uh, I have used them before, but it's been a bit. Would you use them again for something like this? I would use Rhoda again in a second. I would use Rhoda. And they have a discount for us too, for CityCast listeners. So if you go to Rhoda.com, they have the discount code CityCast20 and you get 20% off. Sweet. Uh, Plots, David, thank you so much for talking with me. Again, CityCast listeners, you get 20% off off any Rhoda service up to $100 using the code CityCast20. So go to Rhoda.com. That's R-O-D-A.com to book your appointment. When was the last time you went to the theater? Well, we have a new show for you to check out. The Gala Theater in Columbia Heights is showing the political musical comedy Museum in the Closet, Avida's Return which follows Argentine icon Eva Perón to the afterlife as her preserved corpse ignites political scandals, clandestine affairs, and mysterious murders. The show is full of samba, reggae, and tango that will have you tapping your feet nonstop. The show is in Spanish with English surtitles and will run from May 9th through June 9th. Get your tickets now at galatheater.org or call 202-234-7174. chef, I feel like you've definitely used gas at points in your career, even though you're clearly like an electric evangelist. Is there something that gas stoves offer that electric stoves might not or vice versa? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm not talking to you today to be like, burn all the gas down. It's just, uh, yeah, there's definitely pros to it. There's some things you just can't do. You know, if you, you don't have wood fire and you want to char an eggplant to make a good baba ganoush in your house, like, yes, that open flame is lovely. Because unfortunately, if you put an eggplant on top of an induction, it's not going to do much. So <laughs> it'll slowly burn and just set off your, uh, your, your fire alarm. That's all you're going to get from it. So there, you know, there are some things and technique wise where it, it's still really, really lovely and, and fun. But I think those are all in, in moderation and, and how you should use it. And I mean, there are some things with the induction, if you're, you know, you're used to like, sauteing aggressively and doing the pan like that you have to learn to like lift the pan a little higher or you're gonna smash the glass surface you know <laughs> so there's learning curves for sure and different ways of cooking but i think that's with anything when we're talking about the permanence and responsibility we want to work with within the su- sustainability realm is we all have to be flexible and change and, and kind of flip the script of how we're used to doing things so there, there definitely are some 
different ways to approach it, but I wouldn't say they're pros and cons. They're just different perspectives of how to use each style of equipment. You mentioned earlier about charring vegetables like eggplants. How would you navigate that on electric? Yeah, I mean, if you if you have a pan, like, you know, you want to char on, on a carrot and stuff. I mean, you're never going to get that flavor from like a smoke from like a grill, wood fire grill. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you're just doing something on gas anyway, you're just picking up that gas flavor. Is dry pan is really high heat on that pan and dry, you know, no oil and really let that the actual heat of the pan send into the actual vegetable and caramelize the outside. Uh, that seems to work really well uh, as, you know, not u- having to use any oil or anything like that. So are there foods that might be better on gas than electric? Like it's, it's easier to cook or better to cook? You know, what we do at the restaurant, I don't see a huge difference. You know, obviously a giant stock pot of sauce is going to take a few more minutes longer on the induction than it is at that volume than it would be throwing it on top of like a traditional French top that's been ripping for eight hours and you have this hot cast iron plate ready to go. But there's, you know, we've seen that we're talking about like just induction or electric in general. I mean, they've come out with some fantastic electric griddles and planchas that are out there that sear just as good as any gas one would be on the surface too. So like I said earlier, I think the technology is catching up where 10 years ago, if we were having this conversation, I would say that gas would still be winning. But I think we're finally in a place where the technology is there that electric and induction is, is definitely on par with anything that's gas. What do you think is the future of electric stoves here in D.C.? I have no idea, to be honest with you. I would love to see any any new buildings being built to put that on to, you know, the developers and stuff to, to think like that. I know a few friends who've been in, have new buildings. I've been in there and they do have electric already. So that's really nice to see that. I think they're ahead of that. A lot of them like that rating to be a more sustainable building. But the thing is, DC, the, the government, that everybody has to step in and help. We cannot expect an individual to put out the money to switch this over. You know, if we want this kind of change, it has to come from higher up. It has to be supported. And you have to like really think about the people who are uh, not as fortunate to just go out and buy a new stove system and get all the electricians in and stuff. So uh, it's probably going to be a long path, but you know, it's something that needs to be supported from above and give people an opportunity to do it and do it without hurting their own pockets because we have to think about the grand scheme of we're trying to help society move forward. So we have to all work together with that. Like I said, it's not the answer for everyone. I just think it's a good direction to start heading. It might not be the end all for everyone, but I think it's something we can look forward to seeing a lot more of in the future. Rob Ruba, chef at Oyster Oyster, one of my favorite restaurants If I listed all of the awards that you've won, you would be here all day. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. It was a real pleasure. Before you go, here's some quick news. The district is contracting a new sports study to weigh options for financing a new stadium at RFK and other local arena upgrades. It will also study the economic impact of sports facilities on surrounding communities and of sports teams leaving the city altogether. Also, Virginia's annual sales tax holiday probably won't happen this year. Why? Well, lawmakers just simply forgot about it. Since 2015, the Virginia General Assembly has given a break on sales tax for school supplies and clothing for three days starting the first Friday in August. However, 
This year, lawmakers said they were too busy focusing on the currently stalled state budget. And finally, if you're trying to rent in D.C., watch out, because scammers are pretending to be landlords or property managers and posting fake property ads. The scammers request application fees or security deposits, then take the money and run. Don't send any money without seeing the property first, either in person or through a virtual tour. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed today's show, share it with your friend who swears electric stoves are better. And subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey DC. We'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then. 